Winner's Circle Podcast, the potluck of entrepreneurship, where we interview a variety of dope creators, small business owners, and entrepreneurs. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and also drop us a like or a comment. All right, what's up, listeners? My name is Nicole, but you can just call me a spring chicken because it is finally spring equinox 2021 it's spring and i am soaking up every second of it currently recording outside in the sun um me and mother nature want to personally thank you for joining us for another episode of cultural flash and in the midst of all the sun and fun and beautiful wonderfulness um please continue to stay safe stay masked up um and stay mindful when navigating the world around you uh, many of us are celebrating and enjoying spring break a lot of students um some of us are returning to work some of us are done with work the end of the day is coming blah blah, blah. um regardless of how the day is looking for you please continue to stay safe i too would love a 32 ounce from fat tuesdays right about now just as much as the next guy but an 8 p.m citywide curfew during spring break is not how i would like to enjoy it it's definitely a no for me dog so if you are among those chilling at home or if you are among those who decided to kick it to miami for spring break um just stay cautious stay careful that's all um so speaking of caution um just as we thought we left 2020 behind it had been the longest year uh you would think to date uh i'm here to tell you to stay vigilant because 2021 is here with its own personal set of mess it's what's going on um so let's start with the surge in anti-asian american hate rhetoric and violence around the country uh, it can't even really be called a surge it actually spiked significantly under the trump administration in fact in march 2020 trump tweeted using the term wuhan virus in reference to the novel coronavirus that we've been fighting now battling now for um a year and um trump received a lot of backlash for this term many claiming it was a racist target against the chinese and was definitely bound to cause some disunity around the world trump however retorted that the name wasn't racist but rather a simple reference to the city in which the first known infections were discovered wuhan china now historically illnesses have been uh, named after their places uh, of origin or their places of most prominence say for example the german measles or the west nile virus uh places that you're most likely to contract these illnesses if you don't take the proper precautions or if you don't have access or resources to them of course um bearing that in mind Trump later attended a rally in Phoenix, Arizona, where instead of using the term Wuhan coronavirus, he referred to it as the Kung Flu. What? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Now, if the term Kung Flu doesn't have racial implications, uh, I don't really know what does. Uh, Mind you, this was the second time in a week alone that Trump used this term after using it first at a church rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, proving that he was not unintentional in using this term. And to say the least, he had zero regard for the consequences that his remarks would have. Uh, He was complicit in perpetuating racist and xenophobic sentiments and had no problem spreading them across the country from Oklahoma to Arizona. Talk about from sea to signing sea, you know, that good old Trump nationalism. 
Um, so exactly what are the consequences of Trump's xenophobic hate rhetoric? Well, according to one study, since his tweets dating back to, to March 2020, there's been an increase in online hate speech directed towards Asian Americans. These can range from hashtags to threads to think pieces. Um, people are really willing to die on this hill of bigotry and racism. Um, additionally, two shootings occurred just outside of Atlanta this week, um, where a white man is now responsible for the shooting deaths of eight people in total, six of whom were women of Asian lineage, um, and of course, injuring others. Now, amid all this controversy, who is responsible for combating the stereotypes that Trump created and taking up the cause against anti-Asian Pacific Islander uh, violence. The shooter himself claims that this was not a racially, uh, racially motivated incident, but rather he had the resentment toward the businesses for contributing to his sex addiction. This, of course, speaks to another conversation about misinformation and shame-based sex education, or a lack thereof altogether. Uh, others argue that there's a narrative being pushed that favors narrative over truth if you ask me here's the truth even if this incident this devastating event was not overtly motivated by race the shooter's claim of sexual addiction speaks to the american culture of fetishizing women of asian descent these things are thus intrinsically connected and demand a conversation about ra uh, racism and xenophobia overall this country created a narrative championing white, championing white supremacy, and now its non-white citizens are suffering the consequences of their negligence. On another note, many people are taking note of the reported silence from the Asian American communities during last summer's ongoing Black Lives Matter protests. There's no way to really tell who exactly supported what and who stood for who. But when it's all said and done, do all of these things really make a profound difference? When it comes to life and death, there are a series of events that lead up to these occurrences. Here in America, many of them are rooted in bigotry, misinformation, and oppression. It's a simple truth. Uh, as two communities under attack, then, do we have an obligation to protect and advocate for one another? Um, or is it every person for themselves? Um, let us know what you think, listeners. Comment, like, subscribe to Winner's Circle. Uh, podcast and outreach for this content and way more as usual uh, you inspire us you motivate us and together we're pushing the culture forward in the meantime i know many of us are working from home some of us are out of work some of us are enjoying break but whatever your current situation i ask you i implore you i beg you to go outside uh, the sun is out get some vitamin d it is a natural energizer um, and there's no better time than now to stake your claim to some. So thanks so much for tuning in. And keep a lookout next week for the second edition of the Cultural Flash newsletter. We were very excited about uh, the first one. And we want to know your thoughts, what you think, uh, if you like it, how we can improve it, and so forth. So thanks again for tuning in. One love, everybody. I'm out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Winner's Circle Podcast. We are grateful to share the stories of businesses and brands that shape our community. The great thing about being a guest on our podcast is that we're able to share the untold story to people who need to hear it. With our podcast being on nine platforms, over 3,000 downloads and streams, 100 subscribers, over 100 plays weekly, and 600 plays monthly, 
We bring brand awareness, visibility, and recognition to everyone who's a guest on our show. If you'd like to be our next guest, please reach out to us on all social media platforms at WCPO LLC.